boys and girls, it is time for the Guys Weekend Podcast. I'm Josh Tenney, along with my co-host Brandon Parks. Here I am. We will be joined momentarily by uh, Tice again on this week's episode. Our previous guest. And we are maybe excited for it. We'll see how it goes. I think everything is going well. It's it's a it's a good day to drink beer right now. We uh, I think we've touched on this previously on a previous episode for the fact that we were drinking on a beer tour. Uh, Tice has finished his tour. He's joined me in the ranks. Uh, generally, you have 365 days to finish this tour to drink 100 beers, and you're you're good to go. Uh, I finished in March. He finished today. That should probably let you know what kind of episode this is going to be. And I'm okay with it. We're ready. We're ready. There's never really a bad time to drink beer. My opinion. Sure. I haven't found one in my illustrious small drinking career. Yeah. I haven't found anybody that was never like, no. No, I don't. I don't. No. No, I'm good. I don't want to drink beer. Unless they were the DD, and that I in that case I respect it. I get it. I went to a wedding this weekend. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. maybe maybe Magoo's uh, AA treatments. Ah, allegedly, allegedly Magoo may or may not have spent a little tizime down the river for something that may or may not have happened in somebody's backyard. Certainly wasn't mine. It's all happenstance. It could have happened to anybody. It's all happenstance. Tyson knows about that. You want to shut the door so we don't get the echoes? Absolutely. All right. Tice may or may not know about the fact that Magoo may or may not have taken a vacation to a, uh, I would say, a four-star resort that fed him and led him down the path of righteousness, I would say. I would absolutely agree with that. All right. So, So he may or may not have been there. Is what we're going with, which is fine. But I digress. Back to the topic of today's show, which is beer cracking. That's what it is, folks. <laughs> In case you were wondering for the big fucking drum roll, what we have is us just drinking beer. Just a bunch of dudes being dudes on a Monday-ish, maybe. Who knows if it came out on Monday? We don't know. Now we got people opening doors. My wife's here, ladies and gentlemen. Say Hi. She bought dinner. Thank God for thank God for my wife buying me nourishment for my tum tum. I'll eat it sooner rather than later, hopefully. Josh, how was your day? It was pretty good. We spent the we spent the Easter weekend watching uh, all the Godzilla movies that have come out in the last couple of years. That's a, not that's bad. A- Listen, nothing warms my heart more than hearing the uh, the one Whoa. Japanese guy who really has a, a heartfelt connection with. Godzilla calling him Godzilla. And he is so heavy into it. Like that, like that was his it was almost like it's his family name. Mm-hmm. I, like I haven't watched it. Did you watch the Snyder Cut? Not yet. That is uh that is one of the next things on my list. My goal is to knock that off. I don't remember when it goes off of HBO, but I would like to watch it. I got 20 minutes into it. Have you watched Game of Thrones? I have. I went through so, the entire series. 
and wished that I never watched the last three episodes. So we are in the presence of Tice, who just started. I just finished the seventh episode of the second season. So he's seen the first episode of R.I.P. Ned. Oh, uh, God damn it. That was one of my favorites. That was the homie. It happens. That was one of my favorites. So you should have figured that uh, Sean Bean was yeah, going to die, though. Fair, but yeah, but God damn it. That was one of my favorites. He's got a rough history at movies. He's died in almost every role he's ever played on screen. I would, he, You know, he's not even in like the top 10 people that have died, actors that have died on screen. I know, but it's like he's the only one that sticks with you. He has the best ones though that you like you yeah. that you remember them. Yeah, that's true. Uh I was approached by a lot of people that were Game of Thrones fanatics. Uh they're big fans of George R.R. R. Martin, sponsor us. Um and they enjoyed not only the books, but they enjoyed the show. Now, I enjoyed the show. I'm a I'm a frugal person. I didn't feel that I needed to subscribe to HBO because it wasn't bringing anything to the table that I couldn't already do. I watch most of my live TV while I'm at work, which isn't much. Uh, I don't care for the news. So to me, cable wasn't really a thing. And the whole cut the cord fad that's happened in the past two years, I'm about it. I paid way too fucking much for cable. Way too much for internet, and it was like, eh, enough's enough. How about yourself? Well, you know what the problem is now is all these, all the net, all these net different networks now are coming out with their own apps that you can use. If you fuck around with it, you'll end up spending just as much as you were for cable. That's, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, that's it. Sucks. Uh, Netflix just. Well, I'm I'm paying twenty bucks a month now for Netflix. I, I mean. Yeah, yeah, same. I've been a Netflix subscriber back when they used to send DVDs to houses. How about you, Tess? You had Netflix that long, or I've had Netflix that long, and <laughs> <laughs> I've been drinking a little bit, but just yeah. a bit. <laughs> yeah, but no, I've had a lot of shit come my way. About yeah, I've gotten every single piece of. We want to cancel this, blah blah blah, but. Guess what? I'm still on the network, so I, I think that's the 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 big to do. Um, I recently made the switch from my old internet provider, which happened to be AT and T. Josh and I are fans of the Drinking Bros podcast, and we can echo in our heads the episode about going after AT and T and the horse shit they they pulled, which was terrible. I'm sure it was an isolated incident. However, uh, the house that I previously lived at, they did not offer fiber optic internet or, or whatever it was that they were offering at the time. Fine, cable, this and that. It was the block over from us, literally the street over from us. We, I could throw a rock and hit the house that had it, which is fine. So when we moved, I'm like, well, fuck it. I've been an AT&T customer for a long time. Let's just, it's free to move. Let's, let's figure it out. Generally, we didn't do anything. Uh, we didn't do anything that warranted a lot of bandwidth because we had cable at the time. 
So when we moved, AT&T shit out on us in probably two and a half, three months. I don't know. Eh, we, we, we put up with it. Whatever. It was fine. Spotty coverage here and there. Everybody's mileage may vary. So I decided to spend a little money. I went to Best Buy and I bought a Nighthawk router and a modem. And I decided to sign up with Spectrum because when AT&T ran our lines, their maximum was met and they ended up going an extra 350 feet. The gentleman that installed it professionally did it well. He was courteous said, hey, man, if you like to stream things, whether it be video games or Internet or Wi-Fi, he's like, I don't know why they did this, why they authorized this, why they decided to say, hey, you're in the right place in the right town at the right time. Let's do it. So they, instead of running one wire, ran two, and they said, hey, if you have issues with this, just call, whatever. But yeah, so we were good for the first month. Not a, No bigs, you know. Paid, paid the bill, did the damn thing, streamed a little things, this and that, and then it got shitty. My wife started to work from home due to the Rona, the 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 pandemic, the the pandemic, whatever whatever you want to call it. So she worked from home. She started sucking up all the bandwidth, which went to shit. Upgraded to Nighthawk, Night Force, whatever the fuck it is Nighthawk. I think it's Nighthawk. It's Nighthawk. Router and modem, Netgear router, love it. So this brings me back to the whole Netflix thing with the with the streaming and this and that. Fuck cable. I like Netflix. I like Hulu. We recently got HBO because I decided, hey, if I'm cutting $110 out of my budget or whatever it was, it was like $190 for fucking cable. It was terrible. So, hey, let's, let's get something we're going to watch. So we started HBO. We started getting on Game of Thrones. That brings us back to where we were. So if you're still listening, thank God you stuck on for Game of Thrones content. I understand why most people that would have watched the show from the beginning, much like The Walking Dead, you're vested year by year, season by season, you're there. I understand why you would be upset with the last episode. However... Binge watching it and seeing how it went out, eh? Right. Now I'll say, yeah. look, so you kind of had a uh, had more, but meh, I get it. I believe now. I never watched any or read any of the books. I didn't either. My dad did, but so going into that last season, which was supposed to be the the final book that he never wrote, right. <laughs> never finished writing, you know. They the the writing crew in the for in the previous seasons had some sort of blueprint to go on, right. kind of put their own tweaks on it. Absolutely, last season was completely made up by the writing staff. I believe, I think it ultimately would have worked out better if they had had another season where you built up to that instead of all of a sudden you're you go eight episodes in the final season and all the shit hits the fan in eight episodes it was a lot of shit to digest absolutely over the course of eight 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 episodes and yeah. i think it could have been if you built it up more through with that season and then added an additional season maybe it could have worked out differently but i just feel like they just tried to shove every fucking thing down your throat i agree i i think it I think in that aspect, it mirrors what CD Projekt Red did with Cyberpunk. 
2077. It was the fan base said, hey, motherfucker, we want this show. We want it now. We don't give a shit what's happening. But in all reality, they actually cared what was happening because once it happened, they were just disappointed, which, all right, fair enough. But the fact that he just, George R. Martin just signed on for what, another four years or 10 years, whatever it was. He just signed a contract with HBO to do. Well, they're they're basically just using his rights. What else are they going to take from the Game of Thrones? I mean, that's the that's the right. thing they're going right. with. So, so my, I, I mean, I really don't know if he's got other different, different branches does. himself of Game of Thrones, you know, but that's what the whole prospect's supposed to be about. It's supposed to be a prequel. A prequel. Yeah. So, so I would like to see. So, so the fact that they, I don't, I don't know what the exact verbiage was on what they signed him for, but I'm sure it was decent enough to where you could do three seasons, four seasons. You could do a season apiece on the families that were involved in the show. Like, there's no reason you couldn't you, you couldn't show where they came from. And I, I told Tice this when he started watching it. Now, the, the first season is chock full of information, people and names and places. You need to know who is where and who is what and who, what they're doing because it plays into what's going on later on in the show, which is fine. But that first season could be a bit overwhelming for somebody that isn't all about nerdy shit and want to, you know, get into slaying dragons and banging bad bitches and, and, you know, seeing this and that, which is cool. I can see where it happens. That being said, I am excited for the prequel. We've, we followed along the best that we could. I'm excited to see, uh, let me preface it this. I love HBO for what it is. The shows that they have, you haven't watched justice league. Neither have I, I'm excited to watch that. I'm excited to watch Kong versus Godzilla, which unfortunately I read a few spoilers on, but I look at it as it's still going to be a good movie and I don't have to go to the movie theater and I don't have to spend $87 to have a popcorn and my wife and I watch a movie, which is cool. I'm excited for, for Mortal Kombat. That's going to be Mortal Kombat is going to be pretty, pretty sweet. So if you were our age and you go back and watch, the those kind of movies that came out in the mid nineties mm-hmm. when we were when we were young and how yeah. great they were at that age and you go back and watch it now I mean they were completely terrible oh that it's... Mortal Kombat I used to watch uh, uh, uh Double Dragons oh yeah oh yeah Street Fighter yeah you know those those kind of movies I even like the uh, Mario Brothers movie. But, oh man, what an unsung classic! I think that uh, in this day, with all the streaming apps you have now, you know, you got. I hear, I hear CBS, CBS's app, the, the Paramount Network is really booming. They got a shit ton of content on there, a lot like, a lot like what HBO has. The, the my only problem is, you still need internet from it. Me personally, I tried cutting ties with cable and everything. But to have the same internet speed I have now is going to cost me like a hundred dollars. I, it, it only cost me another 30 to have cable. And then I get Peacock with uh, Comcast, which Peacock's actually not that too bad. It's got some, got some pretty decent. It's got some pretty decent content on it. So 
I'm interested. The o- the only downside is, and this is what pissed me off this week, WWE is moving mm-hmm. their whole thing or their whole thing over to uh, Peacock. The user interface for the WWE network on Peacock is awful, and it pisses me off. And they only have like a quarter of the content on there right now. And it's bullshit. I sorry. I so you you know I keep my shit together. I was really really on the verge of just throwing my controller across the room because I was getting so yeah. pissed off at them. That's rough. Peacock's yeah. content overall is pretty good. Hulu, but like I said, you're paying a hundred dollars for a, a good speed of internet to handle all the streaming you're going to do. Yep. And then on top of that, you know, you got a five, $5 here, $10 there by the, by the time you really think about it and we're counting in Netflix and Hulu and all that shit, you're yeah. probably up to almost you're probably close to a hundred bucks just on all the, all those apps you're streaming, you know, I was a sling user for the longest time. Uh, I did the, the orange. I didn't like sling. I tried it. I didn't like it. I, Hulu was a lot better for me with the, with their user interface. It was a lot more user friendly. I thought. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I never did Hulu live TV, but I know a few friends that do a, a future a future guest on the show, Chuck. Uh, he 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 is a big fan of Hulu Live. He likes it for sports and college football, baseball, football, whatever. The only reason I did Sling was <clears throat> at the time, not having cable when my wife wanted to watch TV, it was every every channel that she wanted to watch. If that wasn't the case, we had Netflix and Hulu to suffice. And then it turned into, hey, man, I want to drink beer. And I, I put a TV out on my patio and, and I want to watch football outside and drink beer. And that, that's what I want to do. You know, the American dream. So I did that, <clears throat> which was great. But at the time with Sling, the NFL package was just way too fucking much. It was way too much. Like, damn, man, I could pay for cable and have a thousand more episodes or a thousand more channels. Granted, I probably only watched like 200 of them. That's not the point. The point was, you know, hey, Sling, we're going to you. Or you're supposed to be cheaper. So I called him. I'm like, hey, man, I'm like, you know, I'm getting the NFL red zone. It's three weeks into the season. I'm like, listen, can I sign up for this and it not be $150? And I'm like, well, we can't. They give me the whole sandstorm run around, yada, yada, yada. Next thing you know, hey, we'll give it to you for $6 for your first month, $8 for your next month, and it'll be like $40 for the year. And I'm like, <laughs> run it. So that's the only reason I kept Sling was for Red Zone. After that, I really don't, I really don't see myself doing anything other than what I have now, which is the regular Hulu, Netflix, and HBO. I like the fact that HBO is bringing AAA titles, much like Microsoft is doing uh, with Game Pass. I think that's a that's a bold move. But how long are they going to sustain it? I believe they they they've said something where like you know, hey, come the end of this year, we're done streaming AAA titles to HBO because not the fuck up and go to the movie theaters, whatever. I well, hope already, you've, you've already got the production companies have already signed agreements now with these movie theaters, these big movie theater branches where they're, I believe Warner Brothers is only going to be in the theaters for something like 21 days. And then they're going, they're able to go out to DVD and streaming and stuff. That That's wild to me that, you know, I mean, you watch movies, this and that, and it's like, 
Damn. There's a lot of movies, and, and some movies seem like they, they're, they're, they've been there for a while, but then the others are like, eh. See, know. now, I don't know about you. Like, all right, so there's some perks about being able to watch all this shit at home. You know, you're in the comfort of your own home. You don't have to worry yeah. about it. But I actually, I really enjoy the movie-going experience. I don't enjoy having to drop 50 bucks on between the tickets and the food and all that. I agree out there, which from what I understand, I haven't been to a movie theater since the whole pandemic started, but I guess prices have actually come down a lot of their concessions because of this, which I hope they can keep it that way because there's no, there's really no reason for you to spend $10 for a large popcorn. You know what I mean? That's, that's fucking stupid. I can buy buy five boxes of microwavable popcorn at home. Yeah. So I think if you were going to change, if you change that model, and, you know, the, I think it will help bring the people back into the movie theaters because I do, I enjoy the experience, especially when they started selling alcohol at all these theaters. Fuck yeah. Game changer. Now, now let's, let's touch on this since you brought it up. The last movie that you and I saw together was Super Troopers 2. They were definitely selling alcohol at that point. And we <clears throat> we <clears throat> we de- <clears throat> we definitely decided to <clears throat> drink alcohol during <clears throat> the movie, and it was great. It was a <clears throat> it was a great idea that we drank alcohol during the movie. Now, when people listen to that, there was definitely air quotes that happened. Take it for what it is. Yeah, I mean, it's not the first time I've drank liquor during or alcohol. Sorry. <laughs> allegedly during a movie i agree but at the same point when is it highway robbery where you could at least i mean the the theater we went to there was a restaurant a stone's throw away let's just say you don't go there and you just drink a few beers have a little snack appetizer you roll in to see your favorite picture and you're not paying either way damn i mean popcorn's expensive as shit popcorn you're spending it's like eight dollars for a thing of nachos they only give you like a three ounce bag to put in the container and then the the the, the cup size is like the size of a, a half dollar you know you, you you don't get a lot of cheese but you're still spending eight dollars on it. it's five five fifty for a hot dog why do you think it went so high i think it- they i so you had the you had the chains that started coming in and started knocking all the mom and pop theaters out. Cause have you, do you know any, any small movie theaters, any, any more that aren't Cinemark or AMC or I know uh, two drive-in theaters and that's it. And they're within, I don't know, 30 minutes of me. But at the same time, just the fact that they're holding on is fucking impressive. Now, I don't know that they don't have any affiliation with, the aforementioned companies. I'm not sure. <clears throat> Somebody's given their their money. I would well, assume. It's also, the these uh, movie companies have made being able to purchase the rights to show the movies at your pl- complex for the mom and pop shops expensive as shit. To where you can't really afford it. They'll give it to you know, the Cinemarks and all that shit for a discounted price, so you can push those fuckers out of business do you think that the hike in prices due to the fact that uh, of like i don't know for lack of a better term inflation was 
more of a thing in the movie industry. To me, it doesn't seem like inflation was the thing that was driving movies to be more expensive because I feel like movies at the same time was, it was almost along the same lines of like putt-putt golf. That's a, that's a terrible analogy. But it's like, hey, hey, honey, let's go spend some money tonight. You want to go to a movie that you don't know fuck about? Or you want to go putt-putt 18 holes and get some ice cream? And it's like, hmm, I feel like that's what it was. I don't understand when the dynamic changed for movies and, and the money you paid. I get it. Actors have to get paid. Producers have, you know, the whole, the whole shit wagon. I get it. But, man... Why did it go up so much? It's not like cameras got that much much more expensive. You you could shoot a fucking film with the things you you had five years ago and not. Would you? Do you ever read up on how they did the uh, Sharknado series? Yeah, briefly. I didn't. I didn't get too deep. I've only actually. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say this here. I've only ever seen maybe thirty minutes of the first. I've never seen any of them, but I I'm interested to see how. I was interested to see how the movies like that make money. Because I guess they made a shit ton of money for Sci-Fi Network and everything. Yeah. Uh, one of my one of the podcasts I listened to had Ian Ziering on it, and he was yeah. talking about the uh, technology. And every time, every time there's an upgrade in Hollywood, Hollywood wants the newest and best CGI and gra- uh, effects and stuff that you can get. Well, mm-hmm. what Sci-Fi does is they'll take the CGI that was used five years prior and they'll right. get it at a sh- like a, like a bargain basement price oh, and yeah. use that. And it still looks just as good as what you're seeing today. So I guess that's how they're doing all that stuff on the cheap, you know, where you have Marvel, you spending $300 million just on the special effects. Sharknado is probably only spending maybe 20, 30,000. Do you think Marvel's expenditure was worth it? That that they now I understand what they've done was great. Do you think it could have been done for less, or do you think that they shot for the moon, knowing that they're going to capture the universe? So I don't, I don't, I don't know if they really care because at the at the end of the day, with each each Marvel movie in the last ten years is grossing over a billion dollars. Stupid money. Overseas yeah. is where where the yeah. cash cow is on those. Yeah. So I don't think they really are worried about how much money they have to spend. I mean, what, what you know, within reason, they're not going to want to spend a billion, no, to do that stuff. But they're gonna they're well, gonna yeah. spend they're gonna spend three hundred to five hundred million to knowing that they're gonna make just stupid dumb dumb money, and I like it. I'm cool with it. And then they'll be able to in ten years when they do. Actually, they can probably do that 25-year anniversary of Iron Man, re-release that shit, and that'll that'll probably be close to a billion dollars in its own right. Because at that point, there's a whole generation that went through the whole the whole universe. It to me, I, I think it's great. I uh, growing up with a father who was obsessed with everything, not sci-fi, but just just comic book related. It was cool to see both sides of it. And knowing what I know, that the fact that he's fucking, God damn, he's 60-something years old, and that motherfucker's read comic books since he, he could read, 
there's a lot of fucking, there's a lot of knowledge there. And I ask him about these things. I, I read a lot. I watch all the movies and this and that. He's like, yeah, it follows it closely, but this and that. And and it's it's kind of cool because I'll mention it to people that, you know, aren't aren't hardcore nerds or, you know, this and that. And it's like, oh, this is what I think is going to happen because, you know, my dad's like, hey, you know, this is what happens here. He goes, I don't, I'm not sure, you know, what the writers are going to do and how they're going to do it. I think I think now, you know, most of the things followed a lot of what the comic books say. And, you know, I, I know one guy that could that we could bring on the show and, and he could talk more about comic book knowledge and, and, and nerdiness towards movies. Jeremy, a great, great, great guy, good friend of mine. Uh, he would be all about it. But what do you do now? Like. I feel like the Marvel Universe is is a is a, it's a big thing, but man, you you fucking you blew your top with the Avengers. So this is going to bring me to my next question for you. What do you think is the difference that Disney's doing with Marvel that Warner Brothers can't do with DC? That it just seems like they at least with the movies, the TV shows have been pretty solid. The CW's Marvel or DC TV shows have been rock solid. I haven't really gotten into them, but I mean, they're you got all those shows going on for five, six, seven, eight seasons now, and they're just you know printing out money. What what is Warner Brothers doing wrong on the movie side Mm. that they can't get right that Marvel's doing? Disney's doing correct with Marvel. I feel like it's a subsidiary of Warner Brothers. Makes sense. Marvel's a subsidiary of Disney as of as of late, just because of the major acquisition. Uh you you associate Warner Brothers with movies, you know, it blows out your goddamn speakers and you're like, Jesus Christ, THX on videotapes. You know, that used to be a thing, VHS. That was a that was a loud motherfucker, and you're like, Well, you can't do anything about it. So I feel like I feel like Warner Brothers is still stuck in the past. Uh, they haven't. That's tough to say that they haven't acquired anything that that has made a movie about something. You mean you mean stuck in the past, like remaking Space Jam? Oh, took away <laughs> the GTA of Lola Bunny. Uh, R.I.P. Let's all let's all pour one out. You can't hear it on audio, but I'm pouring my beer out right now. It's yeah, I'm gonna yell at for that, but that's okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I agree. So. So the whole question was, you know, why why is WB falling behind? I look at it more as why did I'm not sure who produced most of the Marvel movies. I would say Paramount. Maybe I don't know. It wasn't Disney. Disney owns the rights. They're not producing the movies. They're not paying for it. They are now. I I don't know. Did they have a bigger presence, or, or is it, or is it? Does it does it go deeper into? You look at nerdism as Superman, Batman, Spider-Man, who had a bigger following, Iron Man, Thor, this and that, and people gravitated heavier towards Marvel, maybe. I'd like to know what Stan Lee's thoughts were on this whole thing when he decided to say, hey, this is what it is. Now, would you put, I'm getting ahead of myself, so... Warner Brothers has the ability to do it. I feel like that Warner Brothers has based a lot of their stuff off of the fact that they grew their brand on a family-oriented 
We're in your house Monday, Thursday, Sunday with a lovey-dovey family show that you're going to love. A Dancing Frog with a Top Hat. This is great. Jamie Foxx, RIP. He's not dead, just his career is. Do I think that it... That motherfucker. Jamie Foxx every five years pulls out a banger, though. You know he's supposed to play uh, Mike Tyson in a biopic, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, he's going he's to nail that shit. Wow. It's like every five years he becomes like the biggest star. It's yeah. a, you know what? His career is a lot like his uh, fading hairline. It just made a comeback. Touche. It's like it's like plunging a turd that just comes back. Uh, hey, good for him. That's great. So you have the WB. To me, growing up, us growing up, you know, WB was a TV station, and that's what you watch. You didn't watch a program. You know, that was what my grandparents watched us and that. But uh, I feel like the WB, you know, if you see the cops, Warner Brother kind of deal, like, you know, hey, we're here and there. We're going to make TV shows. We're going to maybe dabble because we have a shit ton of money we don't know what to do with. Let's make movies. They've also been hanging their hats on the Harry Potter series for the last 20 years. Which is fun. You know, that, that, I believe, I mean, it was DC, so the the Dark Knight franchise had to be Warner Brothers, which was great. But for some reason, I don't know if they're micromanaging a little bit too much, where they're kind of, kind of Disney kind of lets the creators and Marvel do their own thing. I don't know, man. Like, so I look at it this way, you know, with, with, the whole Harry Potter series, you know, you you have you have set in stone. You have this many books, this many, this many things, yada yada yada. And it's like, okay, cool. You could make you. I mean, they've made it. They they, they made a movie out of each book, and and there was a book in the series that was two parts, which is fine. But then you roll into well, eh, what are we gonna do? Now, obviously, the books are always going to be better than the movie, which is fine. At the same time, how do you get behind the fact that they ended? Okay, cool. It's done. It's over with. Now, I look at it as it's like, okay, well, J.K. Rowling had this. She had this going for her, this and that. Fantastical beasts and the assholes they find him in or whatever. Whatever the, I don't know. I didn't read the story, the movie. Where where did that come from? That that was That was book-based. Fine. So to me it, it kind of seems like like Warner Brothers was the was the you know not to not to call anybody out that's on this podcast, but they were the redheaded stepchild that got beat. And it was like, nah, we're just gonna make a fucking movie out of you. Because you look at the Marvel universe, you look at comic books as a whole, I don't know the statistics on it, but I would have to say Marvel has so many fucking storylines that people know it's not about how many you have it's about what you know what fans will follow and what you can do with the money you have at hand to make a banging ass fucking movie do you think the fans have anything to do with how how each one's reacted who's that because do you think the do you think the fans of each of each franchise react or do you think dc Fans are more sticklers yes. than the Marvel fans. I would say DC fans are sticklers because they, they, I'll say that to say this. 
you can have criticizers of the Marvel Universe, this and that, because nothing is going to be to a T like Stanley and all the other creators and this and that wrote it. The storylines would have been written and it's been fucking decades that have done this. Nothing's going to be to a T. They picked the most exciting ones and said, hey, this shit's going to be sweet. And they did it. Well, also, with, too, with the with Marvel's uh, characters, it'll, especially in the first, the, the main three that they brought in for to, to yeah. be the original three Avengers, you had Robert Downey Jr., who was trying to get a role after coming out of prison and yeah, coming yeah. off his 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 drug bender he used to be oh, on. Yeah. So he needed, he was looking for a job. They took a chance on Robert Downey Jr. They fucking gambled right. They bet on black and they won it. Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth were relative nobodies at the time. I mean, Chris Evans had been really, in a couple things. I'd never seen Hemsworth in anything until nah, he was stored. But yeah, I, I find it shitty that they won't bring them back. I understand it, but it sucks. Well, Hemsworth, Hemsworth's going to be back. Oh, he'll be back. Yeah, Chris Evans will not. Uh, Hem, then, Hemsworth's going to be in the uh, new Thor Love and Thunder or whatever they're calling it. Yeah. And so, then I guess he's going to be in the next Guardians of the Galaxy, too. Yeah. So in the in the comic book lines, Thor passes his hammer off to a female. And, and it becomes... Not a, the first time. Hammer. Right. Yeah. So, so I think... I believe I might be wrong. I believe it was his in the comic books. It was passed to his girlfriend, which was played by what's her face in the first two movies. Um, Natalie Portman. Yeah. And, and she took it. I don't know if it's different now. I think it's going to be different now in the, in the way they're, they're portraying it now, which is fine, but that would have been sweet. Now with DC and Warner brothers, I feel like they kind of got dealt the shitty hand and they were like, Oh, well, we have these guys, but nobody took it on to be like, hey, let's make this fucking dope. Like you look at you look at Daredevil, Ben Affleck, and you're like, cool, Electra, you did that. Green Lantern movies fucking blue dick. Great concept, terrible execution. I enjoyed them. I watched them. I'm like, yeah, this is sweet. But if you're if you're trying to at the same time, I don't think you can try to compete with Marvel because they're they're the big dick daddies in town, and if you constantly go out and say, "Hey, you know, we're trying to compete with what people like to see in their homes, what they want to watch all the time," we're buying T-shirts, we're buying minis, we're buying action figures, yada yada yada. You're not going to be there. But at the same time, I feel like the big backers of Marvel forget that Star Wars is a thing. George Lucas and and he signed with you know Disney and this and that that that's not anything that's out of the realm of WB for snagging for for any rights. I mean they could do fucking anything. They could they could put their tagline on it and say, hey yeah we we foiled you a million dollars. Let's run it and let's make a fucking billion in a month. We see D- Disney wants to uh, completely erase this last series uh, from Star Wars out of existence. They want to redo it like it's never been done. I haven't watched it. So I, I, I've i seen all the Star Wars movies, movies up to... Uh, fuck, it's been that long. Kylo Ren, whichever one that one was. 
uh, with 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 Han and and, and old girl. Uh, that was great. I haven't seen the last two that they've produced. They're not bad. I'd say the last one. The last one kind of left a little bit to be desired, especially going to the ending. So it, let's you finally you finally find out in the like the last ten minutes what what like what Ray's background is. So yeah. you spend, you're spending a total of almost eight hours in the movie theater before you find out what her background really is. Listen, listen, hunger. You're good looking. What what what's your deal? You know, that's that's all you really want to know. But if you look at it this way, you know, was was the you know the the movie is what two? We'll say it's two hours. Was the ninety minutes you spent there worth the last forty five minutes? Eh, maybe. I guess that's I guess that's up to the fan or the person seeing it. To me, when you watch Marvel movies, everything that is said from the start of the movie to the end of the movie is relevant. And I think that's where WB struggles. I think that's where they, you know, if they're, if they're teaming up with DC and they want to do things right, it's like, well, the Snyder Cut, I haven't watched it yet, but it seems like the the dark approach and the way that you can do things with my dad telling me everything that I know about, you know, DC and it's like they have a storyline there but it's like okay you can't outshine the vigilantes that are now you can't outshine the group of people that are doing right for for cities in the world and yada 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 you have to look at it as to me in my mind you have to you have to be those people that come out and go nah we're the knockdown drag out motherfuckers that are like hey we're gonna punch you in the fucking mouth I get it, you know, Batman's gonna not, you know, use a gun and shoot somebody, but if he beats the shit out of somebody, sweet. I, I feel like they need to take the darker approach, not in the sense that they're killing people, but they need to get that, you know, which I've heard the Snyder Cut did, and they, they were like, hey, you know, this is the this is the, the the other side of the hand or you know, the other side of the pillow that said, Hey, this is cool as shit. We're not to say that we're not afraid to say the word fuck, and we're not afraid to, you know, beat the shit out of people, which is cool. And I'd I'd say DC probably did a bad a bad job at where Marvel had did what six individual movies on their on their main Avengers before they actually did the Avengers. I mean, all you did you brought out a you brought out a Wonder Woman. The Superman movie, which I actually liked, Man of Steel. I thought yeah. that was a pretty solid I movie. I like him. I just started watching The Witcher. You then you then you automatically go into the Justice League. You don't really give the casual fan that do, that doesn't read the comic books a background in who those heroes are. Where Marvel, you had they, they did they did two two Iron Man. They did the Captain America and they did Thor before they before they even touched the Avengers thing. I think that is kind of where DC probably slipped a little bit. You know, you don't give me because I'm not I'm not a big comic book guy. There's stuff I've I've read casually here and there. Yeah. But, you know, you don't give me you're just going to introduce old old ass Batman in the middle of Superman versus Batman, you know, doesn't doesn't make any sense to me. Why? Why? And, that, and, and, and let's go to that too because I think like that I was saying, Marvel is you don't need a background. 
DC is tough. Marvel explained the background. And they're like, hey, yeah. this is that motherfucker you know. DC's like, this is this guy right here. Bad move going with Affleck as Batman. And I'm an Affleck fan. Yeah. I, I, I don't think Robert Patton. Why why you had I know he's been trying to play Batman for fucking twenty years. He might be great. But it's so Nicholas Cage has been trying to play Superman for twenty years. Do you want to see him as Superman? Fuck mm-hmm. no. And I love no. Nicholas Cage. No. Yeah. He's not a Superman, no. No. He met, he almost got the role in the uh Superman four, the or the Superman Returns yeah. movie back in the early two thousand. Do you think that's the problem though? Do you think that's the problem? Like like Marvel wasn't going out and just blatantly saying, Hey, we want you to be in the movie. They were just kind of like sliding your DMs like, here's nine million dollars guaranteed. Let's act out for the next three months and you're gonna make a fuck ton of money until you die. Disney had a strict contract too with those actors too. But now though, I mean, it, before that, you got to think. So Disney signed the contract before what the last Avenger movie or the the, the second to last one. I thought it was Disney's last. Always, but, Disney's had their hand in the Marvel franchise since yeah. the since the first uh, Iron Man movie. I mean, they I they, they finally put both hands and took a and gripped. So they, yeah, so they twiddled and they did this and that, and they're like, "Yeah, all right, cool." But their their contracts they signed were Disney contracts. Now, it, now going forward, to me, it shocked me that. So, so I look at it as you know, pre signage and post signage. Pre signage was the first Deadpool, uh, great movie, excellent. I loved it. I loved the candor. I loved the way that Ryan Reynolds did it. Was cool. The second one, I just want, I just want Ryan Reynolds to play Deadpool for the rest of his life. Yeah, I agree. I, I think the second one, though, he he pushed too much to be Dane Cook. If that makes sense, like he, he was very much like, hey, hey guys, dicks, balls, cock, fuck, fuck. It was very, it was very well, like that came that came out after the uh, after Disney purchased Fox, didn't it? Like they filmed that, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they probably. Disney probably might have handcuffed him a little bit on that movie. Yeah. So, so what do you think the third's going to be like? I I don't think they'll do that on the third. Honestly, have you have you watched any of the uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier yet? I have not yet. They I've are heard. they're they're letting loose on some of the cuss words on there. So that's fair. I, but a couple f bombs have been dropped in. No. So Damn. you know, he said a couple f words in the first fifteen fucking minutes of that movie. Eh? So. I mean, hey, I, I, you know, I curse like a sailor as it is. Not that I need a movie to, to, to curse that I like it, but you can't, you can't hit off the tee with Deadpool, the first Deadpool, and then just make it Sunday churchgoer after that. I, I feel like they're going to lose viewers if they don't give them the free reign to be like, you fucking cockstain motherfucker and just... You know, let him go. Let him go wild. Hopefully, I am, I am very interested to see how this um, upcoming Batman with Robert Pattinson is going to turn out. I, have, I think I have high hopes for it. I think it's going to be a pretty pretty decent movie. That's the cool thing with DC is like there's not a lot of I mean for comic book followers and this and that, but there's not a lot of like lore or like backstory that you know other than cartoons that says like this is what Bruce Wayne did 
after his parents died before he came Batman or, or, or the, the junior period or the freshman period of him becoming Batman, how he met Alfred, how he, you know, came to be the billionaire that he was. And I hope that's the case. I haven't read too much up on it, but I hope that's, you know, kind of how they dive into it. I'm not sure what the comic books say. I'm sure there's a little bit in there. Probably not a lot. It was a, it was just a gray area where he decided to become a vigilante and Alfred stuck around, whatever. But I, I think that they could take Robert Patterson or Pattinson, whatever the fuck his last name is. They could take him as far as they want. I don't think it's going to have the following that Marvel did unless they loosen their purse strings. Unless they say, hey, you know, you can say fuck, you can punch somebody in the mouth. You can, you know, when somebody acts out, you fuck them up and you do this and you do that. And you're not afraid of guns. You're not afraid to, you know, get in somebody's shit and, and fucking headbutt them here at a bar fight. And then turn into the vigilante that does the same thing. I I personally would love to see Marvel take that little bit of a dark twist. I don't think they'll do it now with Disney, but Hawkeye. So, so Hawkeye, when in the comic books, he became Ronan for a little while. When, when he left the Avengers or he was cast out, however it happened, he went overseas and he became a basically a, a trained assassin. I mean, he, he became the Ronan. And they touched that, on it a little bit in the yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they hinted on it with the, with the shit that he was doing, and it's like, man, I'd love to see that movie. I just don't think Marvel will go that dark, and that's why I hope that DC does that. DC's, I hope, fills the void of that darkness that I want to see. Not that I'm, you know, I'm looking out for blood and gore and this and that, but I, I, I want to see people fuck people up. You know what I mean? Like, 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 I feel like the the M, the MCU right now is a, is a family oriented thing. You have a couple curse words here and there. It's not a no bigs, you know. But I want to see DC. Hey, if you're gonna run with the Snyder cut and it's dark, you see Batman using a gun and he's shooting people, not killing them, but wounding them and this and that. Cool. Like like run it. Let them motherfuckers beat the shit out of people. Warner Brothers confuses the shit out of me. Is that you say like Suicide Squad and Birds of Prey? And stuff like that aren't yeah. even supposed to be in the same universe as the yeah. upcoming Batman or the Joker that came out. It, well, so why 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 are you still doing those if they're not going to have anything to do? Like they still plan on doing another Justice League movie with Affleck as Batman. Why if you're going why? to bring another Batman in? If, scrap everything. I think it's you need like, to scrap it. It just makes it too fucking confusing for everybody. Yeah, it's like he led with the last Avengers movie and you go, oh, hey, here's Iron Man 1. <laughs> it's dumb as shit. Like, nobody cares. I, I mean, maybe it might be good. Maybe it might be good. I, I don't know. I, I don't think DC doing it backwards is going to be the, the biggest thing. You know, you know the, the the problem with a Batman is, you know, his backstory and stuff. He doesn't kill people. So you gotta, you're gonna have to get that darkness somewhere else where you kind of get it from his background and his past. You're not gonna really get it from his fighting unless he just fucks somebody up completely to where you know you think, whoa, I mean that that was pretty innovative in in how he shattered his ribs and shattered his jawline. But I'm, I am interested to see how the, how they do that. 
I think they did a they they did a really good job reintroducing Superman with Henry Henry Cavill. I thought he was he played a great Superman. And he's he, if if you've watched The Witcher on Netflix, he is a great Geralt. Just started. To touch on your point about Batman, how do you it's weird because it's like you've never seen Iron Man kill anybody, but you know they were dead. When when Hulk smashes people, when Thor hits somebody with their hammer, let's let's be honest. They ain't getting up. You know what I mean? See, the, the, DC also has the tendency now to make the villains cooler than the heroes. Which Absolutely. Is, it's a problem. It's 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 a problem. Marvel's not doing that with their with their villains. So why aren't they cornering that and saying, hey, instead of being the DC that you want, let's give you villain movies. Let, let's make the bad guy come back for two fucking movies where you're like, God damn, that motherfucker fucked people up. You don't, nobody wants to ever root for the bad guy, but why aren't they trying it? Because, I mean, why not? They, DC hasn't, Warner Brothers hasn't been showing DC as, you know, especially from li- the little I know about the comics is the DC heroes weren't really heroes. They were kind of your anti-hero. Yeah. You know, where they were there. The, the politicians and the, the police force and didn't really didn't the heads of the police forces didn't really back the the hero that didn't really back Batman. I mean, it took a while. I mean, you only had Commissioner Gordon that really had Batman's back and everybody else was pretty much against Batman. Yeah. You know, but so you do, like I would go as far to say like, hey, all right, you've done the Joker movie. What about a, a Ra's al Ghul movie? Like, like, like the motherfucker that taught Batman how to do his shit. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Let's do a Scarecrow movie, like an Origins movie. The the game, the video games have been a lot better than a DC movie that they've been putting out. Yeah, Batman, the uh, Batman Origins uh, like series been, uh, was did amazing. Did they make What's a Catwoman movie? Yes, the, they yeah, made Halle Berry. Halle Berry. They're supposed to yeah. make a another one coming out. I can't remember the who the lead's supposed to be. With Homegirl. But uh, the Halle Berry one, I guess they ended up. I don't know if they rewrote the script two weeks before shooting, but they completely scrapped the script like right yeah. before shooting started, and it just messed up the whole fucking dynamic of the whole movie. That'll happen. I feel like DC's only market now is to go dark. Like, like, hey, you have Marvel that is such the 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 bright shining star. Hey, let's make a fucking Joker movie. They did. Let's make a Riddler movie. Let's make a Two Face movie. A Bane movie. What you Just think? What you think of the Joker movie? I haven't watched it. I've I've heard I've heard a lot of horse shit about. Oh my god! It. Oh, they were mentally unsound. I'm like. Yeah, okay. I think I think you'll like it as a movie. For me, yeah. cool. it was confusing to how it, it how he was the Joker because nobody really knew the origin of the Joker. If I'm correct in the comics, yeah, it was always just thrown about that he his family was tied up in the mob and he was at the wrong place at the wrong time and he was allegedly wronged by a vigilante that ended up getting his face burnt. I hopefully in the second one that they're doing, they kind of explain it more. Maybe, maybe Arthur Fleck, who Joaquin Phoenix is playing 
isn't yeah. the actual Joker. Maybe he's the origin that you know the uh, another person came along and kind of took that, and turned it up. Is what I'm hoping because that that's not what I what I got. You know, if if you the origin of the Joker is pretty much unknown, and I get you why you would want to do a movie. The why yeah. the, why the rest of the world's going to see the Joker that in in the comic book land doesn't know who the Joker is. You know, right. It yeah, makes it, it makes very little sense to me on that up. end. Yeah, I don't know. I I hope that I mean DC only has a handful of characters that they can put in the limelight. As yeah, DC doesn't have those okay, the Ace good. characters that Marvel has. I mean, you got. I mean, they do with the Justice League, but at the same time, you have to. Do, you'll never be the Marvel level of production, which is okay, but. Had you, uh, this would be a weird thing to see. You know, maybe this will happen. We'll, we can mark this down in history. If a Marvel writer or two leaves, they get picked up by Warner Brothers to work on DC movies for the Justice League. Uh, they tried Marvel that with movie. Joss Whedon, and Joss yeah. Whedon failed. Yeah. yeah. I was talking about a good one. But uh, let's say, like, The Martian, you know, they haven't had a good Martian movie. The Martian is like you could make a such a you look at WandaVision, you look at at Vision as a whole. You mean to tell me you can't do the fucking the Martian? Come on, guy, like get out of here. Not Marvin the Martian, but the Martian, the tall green guy with the blue bottoms and the yeah, you could do that shit. Why not? Why why not? Why not look at? Why not do a movie based on how the Justice League got started, how they made their their home base, and just. Build it up. Who gives a shit? You're doing. You're, you're solving petty crimes. You're doing dumb shit. Like you could have backstories on all of the characters. I feel like Superman, Wonder Woman, and you have Batman, and it's like, okay, those those stories have been told so many fucking times. What about everybody else? What about other people that were in the comic book lines that didn't necessarily make it to the Justice League? Why can't you do something with them? I don't know if Warner Brothers believes that there is money in the lower tiered heroes from DC. I believe I believe they believe that it's got to be Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. You you put out a movie that was dog shit for a million dollars, throw a half a million at something that nobody gives a fuck about, it'll make money. Throw throw a half a million at a fucking a Bane movie about how he got a Ra's al Ghul movie. I guarantee you, you, you put half a million dollars on a Ra's al Ghul and you, and you dive deep, which is, I'm sure there's a lot of, a lot of comic book lore on him and how that works and how he learned to, to shadow step, you know, not to get too D and D on you, but the way the monks and this and that, and you know, you have the, the, the life force and this and that, and, and you do this and you do that. That would be a movie that I would watch. If you put a half million dollars, I don't give a shit if the lighting and this and that is all right. The the people you cast, I could give two fucks. If you show me, I can't remember the name of the school off the top of my head, but where Ra's al Ghul learned and, and, you know, Bruce Wayne learned that from him, I'd watch that movie. Why not? Fuck it. Hey, fuck it. If I had to go to the movie, then be like, hey, this is a, this is a prequel to how Batman learned how to do his shit. Sweet. We watched Iron Man 1, right? 2 and 3, and then the first Avengers, and then goddamn four more after that. We all watched prequels. Let's do it. 
I don't understand why they couldn't do something along the lines of maybe like do do like a three movie thing with Batman and Raja Ghoul where the you know the, it it kind of ends everything ends on movie 3 where they well Batman finally does the does the turn and everything and takes yeah. him out and everything and if you say that can't be done I mean they've made eight Harry Potter movies with him and Voldemort in the same storyline each each time Voldemort trying to kill Harry Potter you know Dick Grayson Nightwing you know you know that was a good oh, that was a good that'd be good have you watched um since you got HBO Max have you watched any of the Titans dude I heard that shit was banging I haven't yeah. watched I haven't watched the Latin I've watched uh, season one and two I have not watched season three yet which is pretty good. Doom Patrol it was it was pretty pretty interesting. I'm not yeah. it. It's different. If you're hoping for the normal superhero type show, that is not the yeah. I heard not it was the show for off, you, but it's pretty it's pretty good. Yeah. Brendan Fraser makes a comeback in that as as that character. Good for him. He's yeah, a, I like it. We need we need Brendan Fraser in our lives. I like it. You know, I, I would, I would, let's just talk to nerdy shit all night, but you know, we could do that in another show too. I mean, fuck it. Maybe I'll get my illustrious father of mine on here to talk his nerdy nonsense. We also know a lot of another, a lot of other nerdy folks that will talk about shit. Ronnie would love to be on the podcast. We said on the first, that very first episode, me and Brandon are a couple of nerds. So oh, yeah. this should be no surprise to any of you. An hour-long discussion on DC versus Marvel. And Marvel is clearly winning right now. Yeah. Shout out to John Wick. I'm sad you guys I'm sad you guys lost your 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 illustrious writer, but I have hope for you guys. The real winner next year is Keanu Reeves and Lawrence Fishburne because The Matrix and John Wick come out the same weekend. So now I'm not I giving will- anybody any spoilers on this, but there's a there's a spot in episode four of Falcon and Winter Soldier where they totally rip off John Wick. Mm. And if you can if you can pick it out, you know uh, you'll know exactly yeah. what I'm talking about. I, I'm going to start watching. I will bring it up next episode. I, I'll, I'll watch. Right. It'll be my research. All right, guys. For Brandon Parks, I am Josh Tenney. This is the Guys Weekend Podcast. Good night. Yeah.